Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I would like to present to you the world champion of the world podcast. It's your man qualified, a.k.a. the Black Ric Flair, a.k.a. the Black American Dream, a.k.a. the most over mid-card talent on the west side of Oahu. It's Survivor Series weekend, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys are excited as I am. Um... Starting things off, this is going to be a little bit of a different podcast. No quick hits today. Um, I just, like, just finished watching uh, NXT TakeOver. Uh, pretty much just ended. So, um, that's where we're going to start. That's where we're going to start today. Um, NXT TakeOver War Game. So, this is, like, just kind of like a... Uh, immediate reaction. Uh, the fir- the show starts off. Uh, they had made a point uh, to let it get around that there were only going to be four matches on the show. Um, which was the women's title match, the NXT title match, uh, the War Games match, and Aleister Black and Johnny Gargano. But uh, first thing that happens... Once we get into the arena, is bro. Our man Matt Riddle's music hits. Uh, King of Bros holding it down. And uh, he comes dude, comes through, does his thing. Uh, they had announced on NXT that he was going to have a match next week. Well, this was last week. And they announced that he was having a match next week against Cassius Ono. We all know that... Uh, the NXT after a takeover, the matches that we see uh, were basically filmed at the takeover. So, um, I don't know, I feel like maybe they they knew, okay, we're in LA, we can't bring out Matt Riddle for, uh, for this match and not have it be uh, a big deal on, on the takeover. You know, the fans are going to be like, hey, bro, 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 so might as well, right? Um, So Matt Riddle calls out Cassius Ono. They have an impromptu match. Matt Riddle wins immediately with a knee. Um, on the pre-show, Cassius Ono said that he would expose Matt Riddle within one second if they had a match. So I guess this is how we're playing up their feud. Uh, next up is... The regular card, Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler. Um, really good match, as we should expect from these two. A little bit more interference from Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke. Um, that's kind of how she got her first fall. They interfered and um, Kikuda Clutch. Um, Kyrie Sane was able to fight through everybody and hit the insane elbow for the second fall, tied up 1 1. Um, going back and forth, Jessamyn Duke and Marina Shafir, uh, getting, uh, getting involved again. One of them pushed, uh, Kyrie Sane off the top when she was about to set up for the insane elbow. And at that moment, Dakota Kai decided she had had enough, came running down to the ring. Um, 
attack Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke. Um, their brawling number games, uh, numbers game catches up with Dakota Kai. And then the genius of the skies, Io Shirai, comes flying down to the ring, uh, does her thing, helps Kyrie Sane, stands up for her fellow countrywoman. Great stuff. Um, just a lot of fun. Real fun match. Um, Kyrie goes for the insane elbow, gets trapped, rolled up. One, two, three. Shayna Baszler wins. Um, I was kind of thinking that maybe Kyrie would win. And then uh, we'd get ready for Shayna Baszler on the main roster. But uh, obviously, I was wrong there. So uh, we'll see what's going on. I like the inclusion of Dakota Kai in Io Shirai. Um, of course, Shirai is going to be involved with Kairi Sane sooner or later. But uh, Dakota Kai getting in- included. She's really good. And uh, she's had, um, she hasn't really had anything to sink her teeth into in NXT. She's kind of just been like a little bit of a jobber to the stars. Um, but uh, she's getting a little bit of a push on NXT UK. So it's nice to see her. Um, getting uh getting a little bit love uh, a little bit more love stateside as well as far as nxt goes next up uh we have uh johnny gargano versus alistair black like i said i knew once they announced this that this was going to be a great match they uh did not disappoint um just a lot of good stuff, a lot of stuff to like in this match uh, from Johnny Gargano's entrance uh, when he comes and he still high-fives the kid and, like, talks to him and it's, like, this over-exaggerated, like, hey, I'm the good guy. Um, it was just really good. Uh, even the moments where he tried to mock Alistair, um, and then when Alistair was like, bring it on, you know, uh, give me your best shot, like, uh, just a lot of stuff in this match. Really good stuff. Um, Alistair Black wins. One, two, three. Uh, after two Black Masses. So, he was pissed. Um, let's see here. Velveteen Dream versus Tommaso Ciampa. If Velveteen wasn't already a star, he definitely became a star this match. Holy shit. Um, and Ciampa's just always good uh, Ciampa definitely helped him get over in losing uh, spoiler yeah uh, so Velveteen Dream ends up losing but some really close near falls uh, amazing near falls just a really good match um, what Velveteen lacks in polish I would say in ring certain stuff doesn't look as crisp as other people but it was just amazing emotional match really good stuff uh Velveteen Dream is super over whenever they decide to pull that trigger and give him the belt the pop is going to be enormous um good stuff uh war games if you didn't see the match, holy shit. 
just just what you would expect from this crew. Uh, lots of good stuff. Uh, Rick DeShay, Pete Dunn, the War Raiders win. Uh, Hanson came crashing through a table on a splash. Uh, Ricochet does like a 630 off the, <coughs> excuse me, off the top of the cage onto everybody. Um, it's, it's just a lot going on. Good stuff. Um, yeah, so that's, that's basically what we have coming out of NXT TakeOver. Um, it's like they didn't really do anybody sitting in the crowd, uh, the, the two crowd cameos were like X Pac and Nina Strauss, and I don't think either one of them is getting signed uh, <laughs> to NXT anytime soon. Maybe X Pac, you never know. Uh, he might be uh, he might be a new trainer. Okay, so that was uh, NXT Takeover. So now we're gonna look at uh, Survivor Series, the Survivor Series card, and. Um, I am going to give you guys some predictions uh and and why I think uh why I think they would go this way. Okay. Uh so it looks like the kickoff match is going to be the tag team uh affair. So, uh Yeah, uh, I don't know. I would give it to. Yeah, I'm gonna say that uh, SmackDown wins the the tag team, uh, the tag team matchup for Survivor Series. I'm gonna say SmackDown wins because uh, they have the bigger stars, uh, Usos, the New Day. They're on SmackDown. Um, and also, I think, well, we'll get to that later. But, uh, but yeah, I think it's going to be the New Day. Or, I think it's going to be uh, SmackDown's team that wins the, that wins the tag team situation. Um, let's see here. Uh, who else? Uh, so, going to the main card... Um going to the main card um after the after the tag match uh let's see here so uh the main card after the tag match first up we have the the match with the actual tag team champions uh AOP versus the bar my prediction is that AOP wins this matchup um i just feel like they need they need the win more than the bar needs the win and aop is uh i feel that they're in the midst of a push and they yeah they need the win more uh so that's that's who i'm going with i'm going with aop uh Next up, we have the Cruiserweight Championship, Bobby Murphy versus Mustafa Ali. Um, 205 Live has gotten a whole lot better. Uh, 
Buddy Murphy just had, even though it seems like, wow, it really wasn't that long ago, honestly, but it seems a whole lot longer ago. Super Showdown just happened in Australia. That's where uh, Buddy Murphy's from. Uh, so he had the big hometown uh, hometown championship win. Uh, so I don't see I don't see them taking the belt off of him anytime soon. But Mustafa Ali has put in the work. He's improved a ton on the microphone. Uh, so he deserves a run with that title sooner rather than later. Uh, but I just don't see it happening at uh, Survivor Series. I think Mustafa Ali will stay in the title picture. No, excuse me. Again. Uh, excuse me. But I think Mustafa Ali will stay in the title picture. And some point down the road, he'll uh, he'll be able to do his thing and win that belt. Uh, excuse me. Next up, uh, and I'm not saying that this is how the card is going to go. This is just uh, this little thing that I'm looking at here. It, this, it's, this is how it's listing the matches. Uh, the Men's Survivor Series Elimination Match. So that's Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Finn Balor, and Bobby Lashley. Lashley. Lashley on Team Raw. Versus The Miz, Shane McMahon, Samoa Joe, Rey Mysterio, and Jeff Hardy on uh, Team SmackDown. And, uh, I, uh, I don't know. Up until Raw, I was really thinking that, uh, SmackDown would win, um, and that would be the excuse to get Strowman out of there, but now... Um, with uh, Strowman having his whole uh, his whole deal with with Stephanie uh, that went down on Monday night uh, and whatnot, and and her wanting him to bring victory to the team so he can get his title shot. Uh, I think Raw has to win now. Um. It would be interesting if SmackDown won somehow, uh, like Braun gets screwed out of it, and then he's on the rampage after that. He's like, okay, how am I going to get my title shot now? Like, that could be fun as well. Uh, but I don't, I, I see Raw winning because, I mean, it's Survivor Series, it's Raw. Uh, Raw's got to win. That's, <laughs> that's what I, that's what I see going, going down. Um, let's see here. Uh, for the women's side, uh, we have Natty, Mickey James, Nia Jax, Tamina Snuka, and Ruby Riot versus Carmella, Naomi, uh, Asuka, Sonya Deville, and my prediction uh, for the SmackDown's uh, fifth woman is and I'm just going out on a limb here. Uh my prediction is Sasha Banks uh jump sides after her and Bailey were jumped on Monday night. Sasha switches sides to uh to SmackDown and Bailey goes with her as backup and 
they take down Team Raw and SmackDown wins for the women. Um, yeah, so that's my that's my prediction because I don't, uh, you know, Charlotte is not on. Um, Charlotte's not on the team. Uh, Becky's out. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean the. Is for the women's team unless they're unless they're just gonna make Mandy Rose quietly make her the fifth, but I feel like uh, Survivor Series is one of those shows where you kind of have to have like a turn or like a, a something, you know, and uh, and I think that uh, this kind of fits the bill. This would be a uh, this would be a good moment and a big pop. Um, Let's see here. Next up, we have uh, Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura, uh, the Intercontinental Champion versus the U.S. Champion. Um, I think that this is a. Uh, I think that this is a moment where we can kind of have. Uh, we can kind of have some storyline injected into the situation. Um, Seth Rollins in storyline has been very distracted uh, regarding the match against Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, he's been real distracted by the Dean heel turn and and all all of that that's going on. So I think that uh, Seth can't get out of his own head. Uh, Dean's music hits or Dean teases an interference. Uh, that distraction is enough for the King of Strong Style to get the win. One, two, three. Um, and it also furthers the feud between uh, Seth and Dean. Um, Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair. Uh, now, this is the one where I'm really going to go. Uh, this is the one where I'm really going to kind of go off the deep end. Uh, a little bit about uh, how how this plays out. So uh, we saw on Tuesday, uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte kind of made nice a little bit uh, with the with their whole situation, um, and leading into uh, leading into Charlotte taking on Ronda Rousey uh, for this uh, for Survivor Series. Um. Becky Lynch, uh, Becky Lynch is, uh, not going to be available for this match, but I think that they have Charlotte and Ronda have like a knockdown drag out fight. If I was booking, this is what I'd do. Um, Charlotte and, uh, and Ronda have a knockdown drag out fight, uh, have it go to a double count out they're fighting outside the ring um the fight continues instead of them showing respect the fight continues uh Jessamine Duke and Marina Shafir uh kind of run down um they they're close by but they have uh they kind of jump in the mix and also Shayna Baszler and then that's when Sasha and Bailey come running out to have Charlotte's back uh and they're also new members of SmackDown uh at this at this time in my story um Sasha and Bailey run down um and then Becky Lynch's music hits and she comes walking out 
and and the fray kind of breaks up so she doesn't have to really do anything and she just gets to stand tall and it's the uh nxt force four horse women or versus the mma four horse women and that's how we end the show standing tall but of course that's not uh i doubt that's what's gonna happen but that's what i would do um and now the the big match uh the universal title versus the wwe title brock lesnar versus the new champ daniel bryan um shucks uh apparently the the title switch for daniel bryan was already planned uh daniel bryan already wanted to go heel so the heel turn was hot shotted because of the becky lynch injury but the uh the title change was already planned so that really blows my mind uh a few years ago that's what we wanted to see daniel bryan versus brock lesnar so it kind of feels like they decided to just give us a dream match it reminds me of last year um they had already started promoting uh gender versus lesnar and then they had that episode of smackdown in england and just had AJ win the belt. And then all of a sudden we got blessed with AJ versus uh, Brock Lesnar. So it feels like they were maybe trying to capture that feeling again. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we'll see how it goes from there. So that's those are my predictions for uh, Survivor Series. We will see what happens. Okay, so now it's time for us to jump into the week that was in professional wrestling leading up to this great uh survivor series weekend that we have um upon us uh first off there was a special veterans day video package for raw uh then the show opens up uh the entire tag division is in the ring for a battle royal uh match goes on for a bit before braun Strowman comes out and uh beats up the whole division and ruins the match uh he says that Tonight's Raw is brought to us by the monster among men. Uh, Strowman is tired of chasing Baron Corbin around. Uh, He's not leaving the ring until Corbin gets these hands. Uh, Stephanie McMahon comes out. She says that she understands that uh, Strowman's upset, uh, but he cannot hold Raw hostage. Uh, so she appreciates his aggression, but she wants him to focus on the bigger picture. Uh, Shane won the World Cup, and he's calling himself the best in the world. Strowman says he doesn't give a damn about Shane. We don't give a damn about no damn Drake Knight. Uh, and then uh, he says he doesn't give a damn about representing her for Survivor Series. Uh, she says that she runs Raw. And that he better give a damn. Uh, Braun says that he knows that they can think they think of him as a mindless meat castle. Seriously, hang on. Who the fuck uses meat castle on the reg? Like, who says that? What is meat castle? Uh, Anyway, uh, he wants her to call Corbin out so they can get this over with. Uh, Steph says that if Strowman leads Raw to victory then he can have whatever he wants. Just name it. Uh, Her word is her bond. Man, uh, that don't even sound right. My my word is my bond from Stephanie McMahon. She about to drop a mixtape next. 
anyway, Braun says that all he wants is another title shot at Lesnar. Uh, so Steph says it's done. Braun wants Baron Corbin in a match before that. Steph agree- uh, again is like, yo, you got it, big man. Uh, Braun Strowman wants to pick the stipulation for his match with Corbin. Uh, Steph is like, word, bro. It's your world. Uh, Braun says that Stephanie needs to make Corbin sign a waiver so that he won't be liable for that ass whooping. Uh, So Steph says, like, yo, we can make that happen, big dog. Um, I guess not big dog because there's only one big dog, right? Um, See you soon, Roman. Uh, but anyway, uh, she's like, yo, we can make that happen, my guy. Uh, but it's just going to take a little bit more time. Uh, and Strowman cannot touch Corbin at all until after Survivor Series. Uh, then he can have whatever he wants. So Strowman says that, all right, man, this better be true or else he's going to go to WWE headquarters and he's going to destroy the entire building. Which, I mean, this guy, like, flipped over an ambulance, so I believe it. Um, let's see here. Steph says that, uh, she's being transparent about what she wants, and she's, uh, here to motivate everyone. Uh, then all of a sudden, Ronda Rousey's music hits, and she comes down. Uh, Steph tries to introduce her and tells, uh, and then, um... Rhonda snatches the mic away from her, tells her to save it. Uh, she says that nothing Steph could say will motivate her more than she already is. Um, Rhonda is tired of the man, Becky Lynch, threatening to rip her arm off. Rhonda can't wait to show her how it's really done. Uh, the crowd chants for Becky here, while Rhonda and Steph just kind of have awkward smiles on their faces. Uh, Rhonda says maybe she doesn't have to wait and she starts to approach Stephanie. That seemed like that almost seemed that moment right there almost seemed like an audible like oh crap they're booing me. Um let me uh go at Steph because I know that they hate Steph still. Uh let's see here. Next up Corbin's music hits. And he comes to the ring. He tries to calm everyone down. He says that they need to focus on beating Shane and SmackDown Live. Uh, Corbin says it's must win on Sunday. He tells Ronda that they can't be too overconfident. And then he touches her shoulder. And that's all she wrote for Corbin. Uh, Ronda judo tosses his ass and uh, and leaves him... Uh, leaves him hurting. So after uh, after Ronda puts Corbin in a world of hurt, uh, Corbin and Strowman kind of face off a little bit. Corbin says Strowman can't touch him, uh, so Steph rushes him out of the ring. Uh, Strowman tells Corbin to enjoy his time as a lap dog because after Survivor Series, he's getting neutered. Uh, which sounds crazy. Uh, Corbin backs away and Braun's music hits. Uh, interesting opening segment. Um, the Becky versus Ronda matchup was the main thing that I was anticipating for Survivor Series. I think it was one of the main things that everybody was 
uh, was anticipating for Survivor Series. Uh, but now uh, it's almost like a blessing in disguise with what happened um, because now we have uh, the first women's main event for WrestleMania has fallen right in the place. Uh, so depending on what they do, uh, depending on what they do tonight, um, they could have a really interesting, uh, they have a really interesting, uh, WrestleMania build, uh, Sur- uh, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble, uh, Fastlane, everything on the road to WrestleMania just got a whole lot more interesting between, uh, on the women's side of things because we have this Becky Ronda matchup that we have in our back pocket. Um... So let's see here. Uh, backstage, um, Nia Jax and Tamina are shown walking together uh, as the brand new besties that they are. Um, and then we go to break. Uh, back from break, Ember Moon comes down to the ring. Nia Jax is out next. Uh, then Tamina. There's a recap of Nia's heel turn. Uh, Nia smiles at the footage. Renee says that uh, Jax and Tamina uh, teaming comes down to family and timing. Uh, Ember Moon really brings the fight to Tamina in this match. Uh, I like the Tamina and Nia Jax pairing uh, right up until they have to actually wrestle. Uh, Ember Ember is showing just how great she is in this match um, because she's... uh, She's making Tamina look pretty decent. Uh, finish comes when Nia distracts Ember from going for the Eclipse. And Tamina hits a super kick on Ember, uh, sending her down to the mat. And then Tamina goes up top, hits the splash on Ember for the win. Uh, Nia comes in after the match to give Ember more punishment. Um, they need a women's tag division, honestly. Uh, Tamina and Nia would be so dope as a unit, and I think that tag matches would work a whole lot better for them um, as far as hiding their deficiencies in the ring, because uh, that way they don't have to work an entire match. They don't have to hold up one end of an entire match by themselves. Like they can tag out. Uh, there's just there's just a whole lot of other things that you can that you can do in a tag match, and uh, you know. Like uh, like Ronda's first official match was that tag match, and uh, she looked amazing because they were able to hide her uh, in the tag match. Anyway, uh, Tamina and Nia Jax versus Sasha and Bayley uh, could be fantastic, in my opinion. Boston Hug Connection would be the perfect underdog face team uh, for a power unit like Tamina and Jax. Uh, back from break, there's a video recap of Dean's heel turn and then Seth losing the titles uh, and then Dean attacking uh, him afterwards. Corey Graves is in the ring now. Uh, Corey Graves <laughs> is in the ring now. Uh, he introduces Seth Rollins. Uh, Seth Seth's music hits. He makes his way to the ring. Uh, Graves asks Seth, about his match on Sunday against the King of Strong Style, Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, Seth says that it's a first-time-ever match, uh, but right now he doesn't give a damn about Nakamura. Uh, He's focused on getting answers from Dean. 
Uh, so Seth says that Dean knows why he did it. He's just not man enough uh, to come say it. So Dean, uh, at this point, Dean is shown sitting on a car uh, uh, in the in the parking lot area. Uh, Dean says that he could go to the ring and beat the hell out of Rollins now, uh, but the fans don't deserve to see that. Dean doesn't owe anyone any explanation, and uh, Dean also makes fun of the fans who are questioning his heel turn. Uh, he says that Seth is trying to figure out why this happened. Dean says maybe he's remorseful and will ask for forgiveness, uh, but then he quickly lets us know that that's not going to happen. Uh, Dean says that he used to think that the shield made him strong. That wearing the shield vest made him strong. Uh, Dean says that the truth is the shield made him weak. Seth made him weak. Roman made him weak. The burden of watching his brother's backs made him weak. But every day is a time. Every day is a new day to be reborn. Uh, every day. Uh, so so then at this point, Dean dumps gasoline all over the shield vest and then he tosses it into uh an already burning bin uh dean walks away seth is fuming at the screen and tosses the mic down and he heads to the back uh so cole asks renee what's going on she says uh this is dean's story to tell and that he's talking in riddles uh she doesn't get it so strong ending to the segment uh dean's promo was kind of all over the place uh but he he can get away with that uh, because, you know, he's he's the lunatic friend. He can be all over the place. So uh, I'll give I'll give it a little bit more time before I turn on it. Uh, still interested in this storyline. We'll see what's going on. Uh, there's there's so much that they can that they can pull from uh, so much history between these guys and like legitimate history, too, that the fans are aware of. Uh, we we know how close they are. In, in real life, so to speak. So, uh, uh, real, real interesting. One of the top, uh, definitely one of the top storylines on Raw currently. Uh, back from break, there's hype for uh, the WrestleMania on sale party um, at MetLife, which actually ended up getting canceled the next day, that Tuesday. Uh, Graves transitions into saying that Kurt Angle might not even be at Mania. Um, he says that uh, Kurt Angle had one of the most uncomfortable matches in Raw history last week. Really? Was it that bad? I mean, I know he got squashed, but was it really one of the most uncomfortable Raw matches in history? Really? Anyway, a uh, video recap of Drew destroying Kurt and making him tap to the ankle lock. All of a sudden, Kurt Angle's music hits after the video package, but it's just a troll uh, Dolph's music starts shortly after he comes out. Uh, Drew McIntyre then comes out next. Drew says when he first showed up on Raw, he told us that he was taken over. He asked if we believe him now. Uh, first, he broke the shield. Then he broke angle. Kurt went into this match uh, last week an icon and finished as an embarrassment. Uh, so Drew says that he looked in Kurt's eyes during the match and saw his will to win fade uh 
with the realization uh, he saw that will to win fade with the realization that he was in a fight with a superior man so drew is just he's like yo i'm better than you you know what i mean uh he said that kurt angle started crying that that's rough uh he said that he's never been more disgusted in his life. Damn, Drew, tell us how you really feel. Uh, Drew tells us to look into his eyes. He's the captain now. <laughs> nah, he says that uh, Raw is his show now. No more nostalgia acts. Uh, wow, are they turning him face right now? What's going on? Uh, then all of a sudden, Finn's music hits. Okay, so not face. Uh, Finn comes down to the ring. Uh, and then Renee just starts listing off all the superstars who have been disrespecting Finn Balor lately. So please put some respect on my man's name. Uh, Drew tells Finn that he's got a lot of guts coming out here after last week. Finn says, uh, Finn says that last week Drew crossed the line with Kurt. Drew says that's not what it's about. He says that Finn is mad. He says that's not what Finn is mad about. Uh, he says that Finn is mad because Drew kicked his head off last week. He thought Drew would save him, and he didn't. Uh, Drew says that Finn is what's wrong with this place. Everybody is concerned with their feelings. Uh, he tells Finn, go cry to the Balor Club before uh, he's you know, telling Finn to go cry to the Balor Club before Finn tells him to shut up. Uh, sounds like Drew McIntyre and uh, Ronda Rousey are both mad at the same things. Uh, Finn says that he's had to deal with bullies his whole life and he took them on so he challenges Drew to a match Drew accepts on Dolph's behalf uh, if Finn beats Dolph then he might consider lowering himself to face him uh, Dolph approaches and then starts kind of like scoffing at Finn and then uh, Drew headbutts Finn and knocks him out uh, so Drew's the man, basically. That's what that is. That's what that means. Uh, Drew versus Finn is a feud that I can dig. Uh, but if they're going to be feuding, then it's obvious that Finn's going to be sacrificed to Drew. Uh, I want I want Finn to win something. I want Finn to win something meaningful again. Um, so I'm 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 with that feud, but then only to a certain extent. Um, let's see here. Back from break, uh, the match Finn Balor versus Dolph Ziggler is sanctioned, and Finn and Dolph is underway. Uh, commentary is uh, is dissecting how Drew called Dolph the best in the world uh, because he called him that during that promo. Um, he said, "No matter what they say about Shane, Dolph is the best in the world." Uh, so he calls Dolph the best in the world, but then he said that he himself, Drew wouldn't lower himself to face Finn. However, Dolph can face Finn. Is Dolph lower than Drew? Yes, uh, we know this. Uh, but, uh, of course, they haven't addressed that yet within their partnership. Uh, so it's going to be pretty flames when Drew destroys Dolph and they make their split. But um, is this, I mean, I guess that means we're going to have to get face Dolph because I feel like Drew is really in his bag as a heel, and turning him face would just kind of screw that up. Um, even though he probably could, like, play a, a good face, I, I feel like heel is his bag. 
let's see here. The uh, the match between Dolph and Finn was really good. Uh, it's it's what you'd expect. Uh, Finn working as the underdog after the headbutt. Uh, finish comes when Finn misses the coup de gras, and then Dolph rolls him up only to get it reversed. Uh, and then Finn gets the three count in the win. Uh, so this is going to be fun. Uh, is Finn eventually going to need a partner? Who would that be? Who? 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 Uh, so Corbin and Steph are shown walking backstage after this match. Uh, Corbin is disagreeing with Steph on how she handled Strowman. Uh, then they come across Finn. Uh, Steph adds Finn to the Survivor Series team. Um, Steph says that she needs them to work together for the good of the brand. Uh, the announcers then transition to a kick, a quick recap of Becky Lynch smoking Ronda Rousey again with her last promo on SmackDown. Uh, Charlie Caruso is backstage with Ronda responding to the promo. Uh, Ronda says that she didn't mean to offend Becky, but while Becky was learning the alphabet, she was learning arm bars. Quick sidebar here. Uh, I see a lot of people online uh, getting upset about who were getting upset about this promo or just getting upset about some of the stuff that Ronda was saying. Uh, that Ronda and Becky, and then they're saying, you know, Ronda and Becky are the same age, uh, so they were doing the same things at the same time. I agree that Ronda's delivery needs work, uh, but she's not pointing out age when she's saying this, and this is what, uh, this just trips me out when I see people online uh, not picking this up. And this isn't even just about wrestling. Like, this is like hip-hop. Anything that I'm... Sports, anything that I'm following online, I see people... Um, it's like context or uh, people just... Uh, like... Like reading comprehension or listening comprehension. I don't know what's going on. It's... Uh, the stock on that is way down. When she's saying that, oh, when you were learning the alphabet, I was learning arm bars, it's not saying that, like, oh, I'm older than you, so I was doing other stuff. She's saying, like, look, you, like, the focus, the emphasis in my household, my mom, she wasn't emphasizing learning schoolwork. My mom was emphasizing learning how to rip people's arms off. You know what I'm saying? Like, Rhonda is trying to say, like, look, bitch, I do this. You know what I mean? That's what that's what's going on uh, when she's when she's stressing these things. And uh, and I don't I don't understand how people don't understand. Uh, That throws me off. But anyway, uh, she says that. Basically, that's that's her whole thing. She's she's saying that, like, I'm a fighter. I've been fighting. I'm going to be fighting. I'm still fighting. Uh, whereas the man is a new attitude for Becky, uh, you know, because previously, like, she was steampunk Becky, which I, I also loved. Uh, you know what I mean? But uh, the man is is an attitude change, whereas Rhonda has been about this. This is what I do. I rip arms off. I'm the arm taker. <laughs> like, disarm her. I've been doing that. Um, anyway, 
Rhonda calls Becky the millennial man. Uh, says that Becky munches avocado toast and wears winged shoes and has a bubble-wrapped ego. Uh, Rhonda says that she's not Charlotte, Raw isn't SmackDown, and being offended doesn't make you right. Uh, that last line made me feel like we were arguing politics. <laughs> uh, like Rhonda's a, a a right-winger and she's, she's tired of you liberals. Um... Rhonda says that uh, she wraps it up by saying that she didn't put in the work of changing the meaning of fight like a girl for the leader of the women's revolution to call herself the man. That's a bar. That's a bar. Good line. Uh, Naya and Tamina walk up afterwards. They uh, wish her luck at Survivor Series. Uh, Naya pats her on the back and then she taps the title. Uh, Riot Squad's out next before break. Uh, Ruby has a mic in her hand after the break. In an apologetic tone, she says that she wants to explain her actions from last week. And uh, she shows the footage of her, of her uh, snapping uh, the glasses. The whole squad looks upset. Uh, she says that when she broke the glasses, she struck a nerve with Natty and the fans. Um, and uh, she got a backlash and she understands. Uh, Ruby had a week to think about what she did. She humiliated Natty, uh, turned happy memories of, of her dad into nightmares, and Ruby enjoyed every second of it. Uh, she says that Natty thinks uh, she took it too far, but Ruby doesn't think that she took it far enough. Uh, Riot Squad has to... Uh, Riot Squad has had to scrape from the bottom for everything they've ever gotten. Uh, and Ruby wanted Natty to feel real emotion. Uh, she wanted her to cry, and she did. Uh, then it clicked why Anvil wore the shades. He was ashamed to look at his own daughter. Damn, it's going down. Uh, that's when Natty's music hits. Uh, Liv and Sarah go to the ramp. To, to meet Natty. Uh, Natty instead slides in the back. Uh, she comes in through the crowd, slides in through the back of the ring, uh, attacks Ruby. Liv and Sarah come back to the ring, uh, the Riot Squad. Uh, numbers game, gang up on her and end up beating her down. They hit her with a pretty trash heart attack. Uh, the promo didn't fully click for me, but it does make Riot Squad actual bad guys. They've just been... Uh, They've been more like kitty troublemakers than really bad people. Uh, they seem like maybe they just needed some guidance or something. <laughs> but but uh, but now they're uh, now they're legit baddies. Uh, so let's see where this goes for them. Um, next up, we have Bobby Roode and Chad Gable coming back out. Uh, we're taking another crack at the Battle Royal after the break. Uh, back in the ring, the Battle Royal under is uh, underway. Uh, it's a pretty dead match. I think uh, Victor from the Ascension may have gotten legitimately knocked out uh, during this match. Bobby Roode and Chad Gable end up being the winners and the team captains. Uh, after break, Lesnar and Heyman come on out. Uh, Heyman gives congrats to Braun for being uh, almost the almost unbeatable monster. Uh, and for his negotiating 
negotiating skills, uh, being able to get back into the title picture. Uh, congrats to the uh, the SD Live roster for avoiding the beatdown that uh, the WWE champ will get on Sunday. Uh, congrats to AJ Styles, uh, big AJ Styles chance uh, breakout at this point. Um, Heyman says that people chant for AJ because they think he has a fighting chance against Brock. Uh, Heyman says that Brock wants to uh, take AJ to Suplex City. Um, He wants to F5 him and he wants to beat him. Uh, Jinder Mahal all of a sudden interrupts. Uh, He says not to underestimate AJ Styles. Uh, Last year, he was focused on facing Brock, and that allowed AJ to steal his belt and his match. Uh, He offers to help Brock as a friend and teach him his mantra. Uh, Brock tells Gender to come on in. Uh, Brock has Heyman stay for this since he's Jewish, Um, and he goes along with Shanti for a little bit. And then uh, the beatdown's on. Brock murdered the Singh brothers. Uh, I don't know how those guys haven't been hurt more than uh, more than they have been. They're always getting killed. Like Randy Orton throwing them on the uh, announce table. Uh, this right here. Like uh, Brock hits a German suplex and throws uh, one of the Singh brothers back. And he literally just like lands on his head. Like it was crazy. Uh Let's see here. Back from break, Headband Bobby is with Leo Rush, uh, and he's wearing ridiculous shades. Uh, Leo Rush has Lashley pose while he uh, hi- uh, he talks up his physique. Um, he calls out different poses, uh, and then Bobby starts hitting him, like the double bicep, uh, you know, side chest pose. I, I, you know, I don't, I don't know these poses. Uh, then, uh, then Bobby Lashley literally starts bending over, uh, and I guess mooning the crowd. Weird, weird stuff. Uh, Elias interrupts, thank God. Uh, Elias pretend to be, pretends to be on a call with CPS and says, uh, Lashley is with a child that he's kidnapped weeks ago. Hilarious. Uh, he says that Rush can't be more than 10. Uh, he says that uh, Bobby was just bent over and he doesn't know why. I'm dead. Uh, he says that he doesn't know how long they can hang on. Um, the The longer they do, the more chance that everyone will fall asleep. Uh, at, at this point, Lashley's had enough. Uh, he calls Elias a clown. Uh, Lashley says to walk down and say it to his face. Uh, Elias starts uh, Elias starts walking and tells Lashley that he sucks um, tells Leo he tried to help him uh, Elias then asks who wants to walk with Elias uh, Matt starts after the break uh, after the break the match is underway we don't really get much of a match uh, Elias loses via count out when Rush holds on to his leg and prevents him from getting back into the ring. Uh, Elias is in the middle of a face push, so it seems to me that uh, you would put him on the Survivor Series team. By the way, uh, this match, the winner gets on the Survivor Series team. So Bobby Lashley makes the team while Elias is left off. 
that was really curious to me. It seems that uh, you would put Elias on the team uh, and let him go. Uh, but I also get putting Lashley on the team. Uh, they need to make him feel like a big deal or he's going to be a wasted signing. Uh, he's flirting with irrelevance right now. So uh, we got to do what we got to do and make sure that Lashley, Lashley, Lashley feels like a big deal. Uh, next up, Alexa Bliss, Nia, Mickey James, and Tamina make their way out to the ring. Uh, Alexa says that they're out to prove that Raw is always the A show. Uh, Alexa says that Natty had uh, an emotional night, so Alexa wants her to channel that rage towards SmackDown Live. Uh, she introduces the three with her as the rest of the team. Um, then Alexa says that um, they are one superstar short. The winner of the next match will be the fifth member. Uh, Sasha Banks' music hits. Uh, Bailey is out right after that. Uh, so the match starts after break, uh, Sasha versus Bailey for the last uh, spot on the team, or so we thought. Uh, match underway after break. Uh, of course, they're both pulling out all the stops. Bailey comes off the top with an elbow, uh, but then Sasha gets the knees up, and then all of a sudden Tamina, Nia, and Mickey all attack. Uh, the match gets thrown out. Uh, Alexa announces Ruby Riot as the actual fifth member. Suddenly, the camera pans backstage, and we see the man, Becky Lynch, uh, has Ronda in the disarmor. Um, and then uh, uh, the the women's team, uh, the Raw's women team, just kind of looks shocked. Uh, Becky's music hits, and she makes her way down to the ramp. Uh, the SmackDown women attack uh, and beat the beat the Raw women out of the ring. Uh, we all know what happened to Becky. Uh, gets her face uh, gets her face cracked. Gets busted open. Um, Becky and Ronda comes down, uh, but Becky ends up taking her out with a chair. Oh man, holy shit! Uh, Stephanie is yelling at Corbin um, after after all this goes down. And, uh, you know, she's trying to figure out how Corbin doesn't know anything. Um, and, and that's basically how the show ends with Becky standing tall with the bloody face and the crowd. Um, it's a shame and a blessing that we lost this match for this weekend. But like I said, uh, if, if they were looking to do a women's main event for WrestleMania, it has fallen into our lap laps uh Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey it's money it it is money uh next up NXT UK apparently they're doing the double uploads of NXT UK shows unfortunately I was only able to watch one of them uh this week maybe they have too much in the can and they don't want to be too far behind uh, the UK's women's title has already been defended once, and the first time we'll see the belt is this week. So uh, the the second match actually was UK uh, women's tournament matches. So um, I I will uh, next week we'll just we'll just jump right into uh, to the next spot, and I'll I'll give you guys the results that we missed on this week. Anyway. Uh, 
the first match, NXT UK match. I really like NXT UK, by the way. Uh, show opens up. All the women are on the stage. Triple H is with them. Uh, he calls out Johnny Saint. Uh, they announce the tournament to crown the champion, and then they unveil the belt. Uh, seems like all the women were holding back smiles, like legitimate smiles. Uh, next up, Baby Balor. Jordan Devlin is facing off against Sid Scala. Uh, Scala is our favorite jobber. Uh, his role reminds me of Cotto Brazil's role uh, earlier this year in MLW. Uh, nice showcase for Devlin. Uh, he seems a little bit more ruthless and also more polished in the ring. Just more confident. Uh, like he understands his character a little bit more. Uh, I didn't like him previously, uh, but he's grown into a better performer since then. Uh, Devlin wins the match immediately following the victory. Uh, Jordan Devlin is interviewed. He says that he doesn't care if the people know who he is because he already knows he's the Irish ace, Jordan Devlin. Uh, he says that the Afroed interviewer, because uh, I don't know what that guy's name is yet, uh, would be better off going and asking everyone else who they are. Uh, he sees nothing but posers. Ouch. Uh, he says that there's a guy in the back who thinks he's a luchador, but he's from Leeds. Uh, the El Ligero disc definitely popped me. Uh, I'm here for uh, uh, I'm here for Jordan Devlin El Ligero feud. I would I think that would be uh, fun to watch in the ring. Uh, recap. After this, uh, we have a recap of Mustache Mountain wanting big-time competition for the tag division. Uh, next up, Kenny Williams and Amir Jordan versus Saxon Huxley and Joseph Connors. Um, so, you know, they're trying, to, they're trying to build up the NXT UK tag division. Uh, video package on Tyson T-Bone. He's going to make his debut on NXT UK next week. Uh, so that's on the episode that we ended up missing. Uh, Kenny Williams out first uh, for the tag match. Amir Jordan out next. Uh, my man's be hitting them dance moves, though. Uh, Joseph Connors uh, doesn't get any music, but he gets a tight, uh, Titan Shrine graphic. Uh, walks out with Huxley and his music. Um, Huxley and Connors both have the size and strength advantage in this match. Uh, Connors saves the win for his, uh, Connors scores the win for his team, uh, with the don't look down. Uh, pretty interesting match. Um, Williams and Jordan are working a quicker style, which, uh, uh, while, uh, Huxley and Connors more, uh, worked more of a brawling style. Uh, then there's hype for the NXT UK Women's Tournament, uh, which starts the next on the next episode. Uh, Zia Brookside, uh, Dakota Kai, uh, Isla Dawn, Tony Storm, Jenny, Millie McKenzie, Rhea Ripley, and Nina Samuels make up the field. Uh, backstage, they asked my man Trent Seven about Liverpool's number one, Zach Gibson. Uh, he says that get, uh, that Gibson did great in the UK tournament, uh, but couldn't beat the Bruiserweight. Uh, so for some reason, now he wants to uh, call out the rest of British Strong Style. Uh, Seven says that he's down to have a go on the mic or in the ring. Uh, Trent Seven is so cool. I feel like this guy could be like a movie star on the cover of GQ if he wanted to. 
uh, and wasn't doing the wrestling thing. Uh, next up, Tyler Bate makes his way to the ring. Uh, big strong boy chance at the uh, end of his entrance. Uh, James Drake is out next. Uh, the giant denim jacket that he wears is ridiculous. It's gotta go. I'm sorry. Uh, good match. More competitive than I expected. Uh, James Drake will be a major player. Uh, is what I have to guess. Uh, or at least an upper mid-card guy. Uh, just judging by how they treat him. Uh, for some reason, I thought that was the end of the show, but it wasn't. Uh, Ashton Smith uh, is out for the actual main event. Uh, he's up against Wolfgang. Uh, so there was a dope spot where Ashton Smith uh, leapfrogs Wolfgang, and then he lands on the ropes and then turns and hits, uh, jumps off, spring, springs off with a crossbody. Uh, the finish comes when Wolfgang hits uh, what looks like a modified perfect lex. Uh, good match, uh, builds the heel trio, uh, so, like, cause they won, uh, when it was all three of them, uh, versus Ashton Smith, uh, Flash Morgan Webster, and Mark Andrews, they won, uh, Wolfgang wins against Ashton Smith, uh, in singles matchup, in a singles matchup, so eventually, I'm guessing that they have to face off against British Strong Style, because uh, that's the only uh, face trio that's uh, already established. Uh, and they already beat uh, Andrews, Smith, and um, Webster. So uh, eventually down the road, that should be a good matchup. Uh, that's one thing that's, that's, that's really great. All the UK guys are really strong in the ring, even the jobbers. Uh, so it's... Uh, we're always going to have good matches to watch. All right. Next up, SmackDown. Uh, show opens up. Uh, show starts with AJ addressing Brock Lesnar uh, and the situation there. Paul Heyman actually shows up. Uh, they go back and forth for a little bit. And then uh, Heyman says that AJ is second best in the world after Daniel Bryan. Okay, okay. Uh, Styles didn't want to hear the Daniel Bryan talk. Uh, Daniel Bryan uh, wasn't having that, and he wanted all the smoke. So he comes down there. AJ and Daniel Bryan then get into a fight that has to be broken up by security. Um, backstage, the argument continues in Paige's office. Shane is like, yo, let's dead all of this, son. Um, we're going to have Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles for the WWE title as the main event tonight. We're going to kill all this noise. Uh, next up, Jeff Hardy versus Andrade Cien Almas. Uh, good match between the two, as you would expect. Uh, Almas is serving as a jobber to the stars right now uh, as he eats a twist of fate and then a swanton bomb for the loss. But eventually, uh, Almas will start getting these wins. Uh, if I'm booking, Almas gets on a, uh, he gets on a roll, uh, he gets on the Survivor Series team, then he has a good showing, maybe even the sole survivor for SmackDown, then he goes and gets on a roll, uh, first singles win on pay-per-view at TLC against someone like Jeff Hardy, uh, a loss wouldn't hurt Jeff, uh, but a win is huge for Almas, uh, strong showing in the Royal Rumble, Eliminated by Mysterio, leading to a WrestleMania program between the two of them. 
which almost ends up winning at WrestleMania, sets him up for title contention following WrestleMania, the post-Mania shakeup. Uh, that's what I would do for Almas. You know what I'm saying? That's what I would do. Uh, anyway, next up, uh, backstage, The Miz is hype about being uh, the team captain for Survivor Series now that uh, Daniel Bryan seems like he's off the team. Uh, Miz makes Hardy the new fifth member and kicks Ray off the team. Um, but uh, but uh, Paige says that, you know, not so fast. Uh, and it's Miz versus Ray. Uh, if Ray wins, then he keeps his spot. Uh, so Miz dominates the match, but Ray is able to pull out the win with a roll-up. Uh, and then Randy Orton goes for, uh, he goes for the attack on Mysterio post-match. Uh, and then Ray gets away from the Miz and, uh, the Miz, or Ray gets away from Randy and then Miz ends up eating the RKO. Next up. Paige brings out the women's division for Becky to talk to them all. Uh, so after the events on Monday Night Raw, uh, Nia Jax uh, injuring Becky Lynch, Becky Lynch getting busted open. Uh, Becky is uh, Becky is pissed that she's not medically cleared, uh, but there's only one choice. For Ronda's opponent, and that's Charlotte. Uh, she says, make Ronda tap like she would have. Uh, they share a quick hug. Uh, this makes sense to me. Her and Charlotte don't need to go back to being besties on screen. Um, and Becky beat her ass in that last uh, woman standing match. It's clear that Becky's the better woman, and Charlotte is no longer disputing it. So the man can move on. Um, they don't have to be best friends, but they don't need to be, like, blood enemies either anymore. Like, it, it's not a big deal. Like, I won. That's it. You know? Um, let's see here. Also, after Monday, it's gonna be damn near impossible to try to make Becky a heel. So, I think, uh, letting her do that hug, even though I think the hug was kind of an ad-lib, just, like, you know, letting that moment happen, um you just you're kind of embracing like okay Becky's Becky's a face and we're gonna stop trying to make heel Becky happen and just let and just let her be over organically and just let her do what she does um let's see here and then also on top of that having her endorse Charlotte like you need uh you need Charlotte to have some fan support in that match uh, on Sunday, and, um, if Becky had have went into that match, it would have been a rough night for Ronda, as far as the crowd, and I think, uh, if Becky hadn't endorsed Charlotte, it would be a rough night, period, for both of them, um, and it, there's still, there's still a possibility that it may be a rough night on Sunday, uh, for both of them, uh, as far as crowd reaction, but we'll see. Um, let's see here, but, uh, but yeah, you get, uh, you get 
you get the fans on the side of Charlotte, and you can also set it up for the whole four horsewomen thing, uh, which which would be great. Um, okay, so next uh, next up, we have the uh, the I guess the main event of SmackDown, um, the New Day versus the Bar and the Big Show. Uh, so all three members of the New Day versus the Bar and Big Show. Uh, the Bar wins after Show uses the KO punch on Kofi Kingston. Not a fan of this. Uh, not a fan of the Big Big Show being with the Bar. Uh, the Big Show is a legend, but sadly, I'm not interested in seeing him compete anymore. Uh, most times, I just end up thinking, like, uh, why is he here? Uh, only times that he's kind of interesting is when he shows up to have a big man battle with a new monster to like get them over uh like he did with Strowman or like uh he probably eventually will with Lars Sullivan um so sorry that, that wasn't a main event I'm tripping uh the real main event uh was uh we know what happened here Daniel Bryan uh goes back heel after AJ uh uh, after AJ inadvertently takes out the ref with a phenomenal forearm in their match, uh, Brian right after that low blows AJ, then hits the flying knee, and we have a new champion. Uh, he solidifies the heel turn after the win by attacking Styles again. Um, Brian has worked as a great heel during his career. His heel work uh, is what got him over as a face in the WWE anyway. Uh, like I said, rumor is that he was pitching a heel turn for weeks uh, leading up to this, and it kind of got expedited with the whole Becky Lynch thing. I guess they felt like we needed a shakeup because uh, we lost one of the biggest matches and one of the hottest stars in the company. Um, so the the heel turn freshes Brian up. Uh, I I think uh, Styles has always been good chasing the the title. Uh, so I'm down to see a proper AJ uh, Daniel Bryan program running into even the Royal Rumble. Uh, not sure what happens after that. Also, um, on this show, did I miss Nakamura? Like, what the hell? Uh, Low-key Nakamura versus Seth Rollins is a freaking dream match. And it's just been ignored. Uh Nakamura has basically been ignored on SmackDown his whole U.S. title run. Uh, he hasn't had a real feud for that title yet since he won it. So I don't know what's going on. Uh, if we didn't have all this Survivor Series stuff going on and everything, then we would we would delve more into that. Uh, also going to drop tomorrow um, my uh, Survivor Series recap. Uh, right after the show, so stay tuned. Uh, but I guess, yeah, I guess, I guess WWE figures like, all right, man, you know, Seth and Nakamura is gonna sell itself to the hardcore, so we don't need to do anything. Which they're right, like, I'm still gonna watch, but geez, man, it would be nice to have like a story or just acknowledge that it's happening, act like it's happening, act like you're excited. Uh, Alright, anyway, uh, now we're going to jump into NXT. Alright, next up, NXT. The show opens up, and my boo, Bianca Belair, is out first. Uh, that's my girl, man. Uh, Mia Yim is out next, 
uh, also a big Mia Yim fan, but she's going to have to eat this L. Uh, and that's exactly what happens. Bianca Belair gets the win in a hard-hitting matchup uh, via the KOD. Uh, Bianca Belair is great. She's so great. Um, I would love to see her versus Sasha one day. Um, I can see her on the main roster post-SummerSlam next year. Um, and uh, I think a good a good showing in the Women's Royal Rumble uh, this year is, is something that's going to happen. Uh, backstage, uh, the Face War Games team is with Kathy Kelly. Uh, she asks if they've decided who is... Uh, representing their team tonight uh, on NXT, uh, the winner, um, the winner, uh, the winner of the match, their team gets the man advantage for War Games um, at NXT War Games. Um, I mean, we already know who won, and at this point, I've already told you who won War Games, so I still won't spoil it because I mean. I'm doing my NXT recap, guys. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, Pete Dunne and Ricochet argue over the spot until Rowe, uh, Raymond Rowe of War, Ga- or War Games, War Machine, yells enough. Uh, Hansen said that he is going to do the match tonight, and War Raiders walk off. Now... Uh, there's a video recap of the feud thus far between Johnny Gargano and Aleister Black. Uh, really good video package. Had me pumped up uh, for this match on Saturday, and they delivered most definitely. Uh, next up, Kathy Kelly was backstage uh, with the King of Bros, Matt Riddle. He said that he made his debut uh, instead of debut, and he said that he's ready to take on anything, and NXT isn't ready for the bro uh Cassius Ono comes up and he says that he challenged him to a match and nothing happened uh he called out the best and uh he called out the best when he came to NXT um and they all took action uh he calls out he uh he calls the bro show trash uh Matt Riddle says uh he'll take Ono's test and he'll pass it and then he'll leave them knocked out in the ring next week. Turns out next week was actually at TakeOver uh, because he hit him with that flying knee and it was out. It was over with. Uh, let's see here. Uh, next up, Carissa Rivera is in the ring. I don't know who this is, but she is fine. Uh, Lacey Evans is her opponent. Um, basically, it was a squash match. Uh, Lacey Evans destroys her women's right for the win. Uh, Lacey Evans takes the mic after the win and says that NXT is full of classless nasties and they don't carry themselves with uh, sophistication. If they don't get in line, then she'll teach them uh, class and manners with a women's right. Uh, So I still think that she could be a big time heel on the main roster. Uh, Lacey Evans is money. Uh, video on video re, uh, package on the Velveteen Dream and Champa feud. Uh, that match was great, lived up to it. Actually, exceeded my expectations. Not gonna lie. Uh, not and I 
I did have high expectations, but it, the match was just, I was just like, yo, this is even better than I thought it would be. Uh, after the break, video package on the Kyrie Sane, Shayna Baszler feud. Great uh, video package. Also great feud and great match uh, at TakeOver. Uh, next up, Hansen out first for the main event. Uh, it basically just breaks out, breaks down into like a schmaz. Everybody gets involved. Uh, of course, Ricochet has to hit a flip dive on everybody because that's what he does. Uh, but O'Reilly gets the win. Undisputed Era has the man advantage, but the faces won at War Games. Uh, next up, we're going to go through Impact. Um, so the show opens up, uh, Tessa Blanchard kicks off the show against Ray Lynn. Uh, there's not much to it. Buzz saw DDT, uh, for the win for Tessa. Uh, afterwards, Tessa cuts a promo post-match and, um, she, uh, let's see here. She cuts a, she cuts a promo post-match. Um, says that uh, Taya Valkyrie has excuses for not taking the title from her. Uh, Tessa says that she's a better champ than Taya will ever be, even throws shade wondering if she knows how to be anything other than Johnny Impact's wife. Uh, so, wow, I'm here for this feud. Uh, they also have really good chemistry together in the ring as well. Uh, so good matches, deliver on the mic, deliver in the ring. That's what I want to see. Uh, Taya comes out to the ring and Tessa bails out. Taya says that uh, she will get a rematch um, 1-6-19 at homecoming. Uh, that's a long while away and a long while to carry the feud, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Uh, next up, another match that doesn't mean much in the grand scheme of things. LAX beat KM and Falaba. Uh, after the match, Ortiz and Santana try to ask Conan about uh, defending their titles against the Lucha Brothers. Uh, Conan ain't really trying to do that right now. Um, so so that's interesting. Uh, KM and Falaba are entertaining, and I used to hate them uh, being on my screen, but they uh, since then they've won me over. Uh, LAX versus the Lucha Bros., uh, it's gonna be super fun once we uh, once we get there. Uh, interesting to see where uh, where that story goes as well after the feud with the OGs. I'm pretty much interested in any storyline with LAX. Um, next up, Eli Drake tells us that uh, he's the last of a dying breed. He's sick of people with regular looks getting into the business he's tired of people trying to be flashy or uh using weapons instead of wrestling uh tommy dreamer interrupts and he says that hardcore isn't uh isn't just the weapons used and all that it's a mindset dreamer says uh when eli drake insults hardcore he insults the fans uh, Dreamer represents those fans. Before it can turn into a match, Eli uh, Eli Drake digs out Tommy Dreamer's uh, inclusion in this doesn't make me want to see it more than when it was a lawsuit angle. Uh, I'm a big Eli Drake fan. I like him. 
and I just feel like they're uh, they're wasting his talent right now. But they're also keeping him on TV, and they're letting him do what he does best, which is talk. So I don't know, man, but I feel like there's there's something better that you can do with this. Uh, next up, Johnny Impact versus Matt Sydal. Uh, good match as usual with these two involved. Uh, Impact wins with a Starship Pain. Uh, after the match, Killer Cross comes out and he offers to have the champs back. Uh, Johnny doesn't trust him and turns it down. Weird to have Killer Cross offer protection. Uh, there's got to be more to this. I feel like this is something that's going to be fleshed out over the next couple of weeks. Um, also, Matt Sydal's stock is basically falling off a cliff if we're going by wins and losses. What gives? Uh, next up, Sue Young beats Heather Monroe with her mandible claw. Um, and then after the match, Sue Young keeps the beatdown going. Uh, Kara Hogan. Uh, comes down for the save, and then Allie comes out dressed in all black with makeup on her face. Uh, she's officially soulish, soulless and undead now. Uh, and and uh, and actually working with Sue Young. Um, after this, the machine Brian Cage beats the draw Sammy Callahan with the drill claw uh, for the X Division title. After the match, uh, Cage tells us that he's cashing in option C, January 6th at homecoming for a world title shot. Uh, Normally that happens at Destination X, so I'm not quite sure why it's happening now. Uh, But beyond that, I'm excited for the match. Um, Brian Cage versus Johnny Impact, like we've seen that in Lucha Underground. uh, But it'll be fun in Impact. And... uh, yeah, I also don't know, like, if he's cashing in the X Division title, like, is he still going to have title defenses before um, Homecoming on January 6th? I don't know. We'll see how that works. Uh, but looks like that's the end of Impact, and that's the end of our show for this week. Um, thanks, you guys, for listening and rocking with me. Uh, so I'll be back tomorrow. Uh, we'll go over our reaction with uh, immediate reaction and recap of Survivor Series, and we'll see how many of these predictions I got right. All right, guys. Thanks. Peace.